0: Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Classroom Commute Podcast. I feel kind of silly calling it the Classroom Commute Podcast because, well, we're not doing a heck of a lot of commuting these days. But that's okay. I'm here if you're here and we can still gather and meet together each week. However, like a lot of you are probably doing, we're doing our normal tasks and activities at different times during the day. Normally, I'm recording my podcast episode as I sip my second or third cup of coffee in the morning after my daughter has gone off to school and my son has gone to daycare. But I am recording this episode on a Friday night. It is about 8 o'clock and I just put my son to bed and my daughter and husband are watching Star Wars in the living room. So if it sounds like there is a battle going on in the background, you can just ignore it. Everything is completely fine. As I'm recording this episode, we are just wrapping up The end of Teacher Appreciation Week. We're in the beginning of May if you are catching this episode at a different time. But at the time of this recording, today is the last day of Teacher Appreciation Week, and I've just spent the entire week spoiling all of the teachers that are on my email list with gift cards for my Classroom Nook TPT shop and virtual gift baskets, as well as some freebies that I've put in our members resource library. And for those who wanted to participate in that giveaway, they needed to leave a review on my podcast. And oh my goodness, so many sweet podcast reviews came through and I just wanted to share one of them, one of many, many, many super sweet comments about the podcast. And this one comes from Michelle Allison Murphy. And she says, as a first year teacher beginning in August, This podcast has some really good info. I've only just started listening to it, but I love that Rachel gets right to the point and keeps it short and sweet. I've listened to lots of podcasts and follow lots of blogs, but the classroom nook is one of my favorite go tos for help. This world is uncertain right right now, but I'm certain that this podcast will help us teachers through the tough times. So thank you, Michelle, for that very nice review on the podcast. And if you feel so inclined to leave a review yourself, I would super appreciate that. Leaving reviews is just one of the ways that I can reach more teachers and that more teachers can find the podcast and we can all learn together and share. So if you want to leave a review, you can do that right in iTunes. That would be Uh, greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, Michelle, and for everyone else who left a wonderful review on the podcast this past week. Well, if I'm being completely honest, I was hoping that I would not have to record this episode because I was still holding out that there was a glimmer of hope, a slim possibility that we might be returning to school this year. We don't get out until June here in um, upstate New York. So I thought, that perhaps things would have settled down a little bit and that we would at least be able to maybe head back in June and wrap up the school year and that um, students would get back into the classrooms. And I especially wanted that for my daughter because she's in kindergarten this year and being her first year in school, I really just wanted her to be able to have that full year experience. But... Last Friday, our governor announced that we would not be going back to the classroom for the rest of the year. And at this point, things are still up in the air for the fall. I'm still feeling hopeful that we will have some sort of normal once school rolls around again in the fall. But right now, at least for right now, we are at home distance learning. So... To say the least, I did not want to have to record this episode, but it is what it is, and I'm going to roll with it and try to make the best out of it. And today I want to discuss how to end the school year during distance learning. So for many of you, you're going to be ending in the next couple of weeks. A lot of you get out before Memorial Day. Like I mentioned, we don't get out until the end of June, but I do know that a good chunk of the country, is getting out in May in the next few weeks. So I wanted to record this episode now as many of you are preparing for those last few weeks of school. And you might be thinking that it's going to be difficult to end the year without actually getting to see your students. And in these past few episodes that I've been recording here on the podcast, I've really challenged listeners to try to maintain as much of a normal schedule and routine and do as many normal activities that you would normally do in the classroom via Google Meets or uh, Zoom, whatever platform you're using to meet with your students digitally because we know that this time is not only difficult for adults and for teachers, but it's difficult for students too because they were thrown into this just as much as we are. So we want to make sure that we are being sensitive to that and that we are trying to keep things as normal as we can for students. And so I want to challenge you today to think about some of those activities that you would have normally done in your classroom as an end-of-year activity and to continue doing those with your students virtually, even if you have to make some modifications. So I want to share with you some ideas and tips of how you can do that and how you can make the end of the year special for your students. So let's dive right in with some tips and ideas for ending the school year during distance learning. I want you to begin to think about how you would normally end the school year. A really popular thing that a lot of teachers do is to have spirit week or theme week where they have different things that students do each day of the week, things like PJ Day or Crazy Hair Day or Superhero Day. You can do those things virtually just as you would in the classroom. So invite your students to dress up in their pajamas on Monday and have crazy hair on Tuesday and dress up like their favorite character from a book on Wednesday and so on. And you can see each other Um, through Zoom or Google Meet, however you're meeting, and just have fun with each other through a theme week or a spirit week. You can also do a digital collaborative class book. There's a little alliteration for you, but it's actually easier than you might think. Create a new Google Slides document and then you can share that document with your students. And a lot of times what you'll do when you share things with your students is to make their own copy. But in this case, you can make it so that each student is working off of the same copy and you can have them each complete a page within that collaborative book. And it could be a book about anything. It could be where each student fills out a page about their favorite memory or the favorite book that they read. Or you could even have your students each record a video saying something to their classmates and then they can insert that video into the Google slide and then you'll have this great book of all your students on video and that would be something really fun for them to review at the end of the school year. Along the same lines is a lot of teachers this time of year will have their students complete memory books where students reflect on the year and record some of their favorite memories or books that they've read or field trips that you've gone on. Well, that's kind of difficult to do now because you can't provide them with the paper template to create their memory book but you could do a digital memory book. And I've actually just updated my own uh, memory book that I have on Teachers Pay Teachers. It was a paper printable memory book that I had for students, but I just made it digital and it makes it really easy for students to complete their memory book at home. So I will link to that in the show notes. If you already have the memory book, you can re-download it in an Um, have those updates for free. But if you are looking for something like that, I will link to it in the show notes and you can check it out and perhaps use that with your students. All right, now for some fun things that you can do right on Zoom or Google Meet where you are with your students doing these end-of-year activities with them. So you could have a countdown balloon pop. I know that that's something that teachers really enjoy doing for the last couple weeks of school or maybe even the last month of school if you still have that much time left. And inside the balloon, before you blow it up, you typically write something on a piece of paper and stuff it into the end of the balloon. A lot of times these things are extra rewards that students can earn throughout the day. And that may not be as relevant right now just because you're not with them during the whole day where you need to reward them to keep them motivated as you're going through the day. But you could put in a joke or a shout out to one of your students, anything that's going to be motivating or exciting for students, you can put into the balloon. And each day that you meet with them on um, Zoom or Google Meet, you can pop a balloon and share with them what's inside the balloon. How about having virtual award ceremonies? We see them all over the place. There's candy bar award ceremonies. There's just your standard awards that you might give out at the end of the year. But you can do that on Zoom or Google Meet. There's nothing that says that you can't give a shout out to students and give them a virtual award. You can mail them their award either in snail mail or you could email them a digital copy of their award. Students would love that. Think of ways that you can make it special, like play music or have them get up and take a bow or do a silly dance or something that lets them kind of shine for a moment. This next idea was actually inspired by something that my daughter's class did for Teacher Appreciation Week for her teacher. You know, normally during Teacher Appreciation Week, there's lots of things going on at school and maybe there's a special breakfast or things like that. Well, because we couldn't do that this year, one of the moms in my daughter's class asked everybody to have their child create a little video Or send in a picture with their child holding a sign saying Happy Teacher Appreciation Week or something along those lines. And then she put it together for an end-of-the-year video. I was thinking how that would be a really nice gift for you to give your students. A lot of teachers take pictures throughout the school year, maybe even videos. And if you could put those together to create a video to surprise your students with at the end. There are so many free software programs that you can use a lot of even free apps on your phone. If you've taken a lot of the pictures and videos on your phone that you can put together, um, the slideshow or the video with, I can link to a few in the show notes off the top of my head. I'm thinking iMovie. If you have an iPhone, you can download that app. There's, um, one called quick. That's another, um, app on your phone that you can use to basically just choose your pictures and it creates a really cool slideshow for you. And then you can share that with your students and just let them know that, you know, even though the school year ended kind of on a sour note, that there were so many great things that went on in the first three quarters of the year and remind them of those special moments through a video. And while we are on the topic of gifts for your students, don't let the fact that you are doing distance learning keep you from giving a end of the year school gift to your students. You might have to be a little creative in how you get the gift to the students but you know maybe you can set up a time that parents can come pick them up from the school and have a few parents sign up for time slots at a time so that you don't have too many people coming at the same time and you're keeping still that social distancing or maybe you could send them home to students. Maybe you could actually drive to each student. I know that's a lot to ask but What else do we have to do these days, right? Get your kids in the car, go for a car ride, and drop off a gift for your students. Put it at their front door. You don't have to have any contact with them, but how amazing that would be if you could do that for your students. But you could, of course, always just send it home to them. Maybe it's even a digital gift that you can send to them. If you're looking for some ready-to-go resources, I have created a digital summer activity packet where students do a variety of activities over the summer um, to kind of keep them learning, but in a fun way so they don't feel like they're doing quote-unquote homework over the summer. And I will link to that in the show notes. I also have some take-home math games and take-home science experiments. And these both fit in little Ziploc baggies and have a cute little bag topper that goes over to the top over the top of the bag that you just staple. And they're really simple gifts to put together for your students. And again, it's a way to keep them learning, but in a fun and engaging way. And I will link to all of those in the show notes if you do wanna check them out and you want something ready to go, I've got you covered. Another thing that might be fun for you to do with your students is to invite teachers from the next grade level up to come in on your Zoom meeting so that students can have a time and a chance to get to know their teachers for the next year. And it doesn't have to be anything super complicated or involved, but basically a time for the teachers who are going to be their teachers for next year to come on, say hi, maybe share a few things about them and let them know a little bit what it's like to be in that grade level. So if you teach third grade, invite the fourth grade teachers to come in and share what like to be a fourth grader and give them some tips for how they can get prepared over the summer for being a fourth grader, and just give them a chance to see their faces and get excited about the next school year. And finally, please don't just end your school year by just saying, okay, this is it. See you next year. Try to do an end of the year, last day of school party with your students virtually if you can. Make it fun and invite them to bring a snack to your Zoom meeting like you're having a party and have a time where you're sharing memories of their favorite time in your classroom. Anything that you would normally do at your end-of-the-year party, try to do it virtually with your students. I promise you might surprise yourself with some of the ways that you can really be creative with having your last day of school together virtually. All right, there you have it, some of my best tips For ending the school year during this time of distance learning, I'm going to run right through them one more time quickly just as a recap. So the first way to end your school year is to have a theme week or a spirit week The second way is to create a collaborative class book digitally where each student is working on the same Google Slide document and adding a slide to that document or to that collaborative book, whether it's pictures or videos or a writing piece or something that they can all share together. Have a countdown balloon pop, do virtual award ceremonies, have them do digital memory books if you can't have them do one that's um, printable. Create an end-of-the-year slideshow or video show for your students and surprise them with it. Send home summer gifts if you can, whether that's um, going to their houses, mailing it, having parents come pick them up, or even creating a digital gift that you can give to your students. Invite teachers from the next grade level up to come to one of your Zoom or Google Meet meetings and introduce themselves to your students. And finally, have a last day of school party just as you would in the classroom. Make it fun, make it exciting, and get students pumped up for summer. All right, everything that we've talked about, just as always, will be at the show notes at classroomnook.com forward slash podcast forward slash 18. You guys, we are doing this. We are making distance learning work for our students and you are doing amazing at it. So let's just kind of sprint to the finish line here and do the best that you can absolutely do and be proud of what you have accomplished. This has not been easy, but I have no doubt that you are just doing amazing, even if it feels overwhelming and if you feel like you're flying by the seat of your pants. Keep going, we're almost there. All right, guys, have a great rest of the week and I will see you again next week. Bye for now.